Hello. Hello, and today I'm going to be showing you how to do quick keyword research for Google Ads using a tool called Ubersuggest. Before implementing a Google Ads campaign, you might just want to conduct some very high-level research to see what type of demand there is on Google for the services that you provide. I mean, how, how many people are typing in these keywords for your particular business? Um, you might want to find out what type of costs might be involved so you can allocate budgets. Um, at the same time, just discovering what are really the best keywords that you should be using, keywords that you may not even thought of that may have a better chance of leading to a, a lead or an inquiry or a booking. Um, so, you know, you're going to get a, your money's worth rather than using keywords which may drive traffic but may not necessarily uh, materialize into a lead or an inquiry. So this is where you need a tool in order to help you quickly conduct some research without having the need necessarily for signing up to a tool or entering your billing details, etc, etc. So the tool that I'm going to be talking you through today is called Ubersuggest. At a later date, I will be talking about a tool called Keyword Planner. But the reason I'm not going to go into that today is because it does require you to have a Google account. So today's episode is simply by introducing you to keyword research at a very high level, whereby you just want to do some very quick research. You don't want to go into signups or whatever. And this is a fantastic solution. So in today's episode, I'm going to clarify, to, uh, I'm going to clarify what keyword re research really is, how to find the perfect keywords to help you generate high quality leads and sales. Remember, this is not just for discovering new keywords, but all, it could also be used for checking existing keywords that you might be using on your current campaigns, whether that be through Google Ads or SEO. So. So though today's episode will be about PPC, which is a pay-per-click user on Google Ads, the same type of method can be used for conducting SEO research. However, today we will we'll not be talking about SEO. So let's get started. Why do keyword research in the first place? People use Google to search for products and services then they visit a number of websites and ideally you want them to visit your website as opposed to your customers' websites. So to do this, you need to understand what keywords, what keywords people are actually using which might be appropriate to my business, how popular these keywords are and relevant to my business, how competitive these keywords are, as well as what is going to be the cost of implementing these keywords into my campaign. So it's really key to understand that more traffic does not necessarily mean more sales or leads. This is a total misconception that a lot of people have that, you know, I get a lot of uh, customer, even existing customers coming to me and say, hey, we want to increase our 
our traffic by 30%, you know, month on month or 20% or wherever it is. And I'm like, yeah, fine, you know, you might want to increase your traffic, but is that necessarily going to lead uh, to more leads, more conversions? So it's not really always a true metric to use in order to steer your campaigns. Because what ultimately happens is that the wrong traffic will just burn out your budget and all of a sudden you're going to blame everyone under the sun to say hey this strategy doesn't work or google ads doesn't work um because i tried it and it didn't work and but the reason isn't necessarily it didn't work it could be that you've used the wrong keywords so i use a phrase called gigo garbage in garbage out and for those of you who are who are my existing clients or my existing students you've probably heard me say this like a hundred times a week garbage in garbage out so if you're using garbage keywords it means that you're going to get garbage results so garbage in garbage out you like that yeah um but if you sort of just put that into context if you're using rubbish keywords you are going to get rubbish results back so it's important to make sure you use the right type of keywords so what type of keywords are there essentially there's two main types of keywords or the main sorry not types of keywords but you can group keywords into two different sections which is you can have research intent keywords and you can have buyer intent keywords so a lot of people talk about funnels so imagine an upside down triangle whereby the broader part of the triangle is towards the top and at the bottom you've got the narrow part People who use various keywords in the early stages of their research are looking for products or services that could, that can be classified as a research intent, whereby they're not quite sure what they want at this point in time, but they're just researching. So you get a lot of these people looking at these types of keywords, and hence the reason these are what you call higher up the funnel keywords. So they get positioned towards the top of your funnel, whereby getting a high volume of these keywords um, but uh, a lower conversion rate because people are simply just researching. On the other extreme, um, you have buyer intent keywords, which are lower down the funnel. So these are whereby people have already done their research. Um, and though you might get fewer searches, uh, the intent to purchase or inquire is a lot more higher. So therefore, the likelihood of that person in, uh, converting into a lead or a sale is a lot higher hence the reason these are the buyer intent keywords are much more lower down the funnel so you get less people searching these keywords but the quality of these keywords is far higher so let me give you a couple of examples of this <clears throat> let's use the word dentist so if you go to Google and type in the word dentist, just the word dentist on its own, you'll find that the intent of this keyword is quite low yeah, because the user could simply be just researching anything. It could be a university student who is just looking to research something about one of their courseworks or it could be so much. It doesn't really say what are, what are these people really after when they type in dentist. So these are that's a research intent type of keyword. However, if someone types in dentist near me, 
you can tell that it, the buyer intent is a lot higher because they've actually not just specified the word dentist. So it's not like they're just trying to research what a dentist is or something about dentistry, but they're actually looking for a dentist because dentist because they've actually typed in the word dentist near me. So these are keywords that are lower down the funnel, so mid to lower funnel. On the other extreme, you can have even more detailed keywords. And these are sort of uh, called longer tail type of keywords, whereby you have sort of more than two to three words. So somebody could type in implant dentist near me. So this particular person who might be searching is a lot more down the funnel. Um, very, he's being very specific that he doesn't just want a dentist. He A, wants a dentist near me and B, he or she, uh, wants a dentist who does something about implants or they cater for implants. So very specific. These are your gold dusts. These are the keywords or the types of keywords whereby you really want to take care of, especially for those who might want to have, might have a lower budget. So likewise, an example is a dentist in London. Again, mid, mid to low funnel. Emergency dentist near me, boy, these are these. This is these are people who are searching for your services. They're near you. They've used the word emergency. They are like your gold dust. They want you now, like they want you like yesterday. So if you can understand these sort of categories of keywords, it helps you when you're doing your research to say that what type of keywords you wish to use. I will be going into this into more detail in a later episode. So this is only a high level overview of keyword research. So it's nothing detailed. It's just a very high level overview, just to give you a bit of a flavor of the types of things that you need to be aware of when conducting keyword research uh, for Google Ads, for your Google Ads campaigns. So let's get going. Let's get into Ubersuggest, a quick keyword research exercise. Head over to ubersuggest.com. That's U-B-E-R-S-U-G-G-E-S-T.com. You can Google it, of course, Ubersuggest, which will probably take you to a different URL like neilpatel.com forward slash Ubersuggest. But hey, it's easy. Just type in Ubersuggest. This tool, um, Neil Patel is the co-founder of this tool. Uh, Neil Patel was voted as the number one marketer in the world by Entrepreneur Magazine. So this guy knows a thing or two about all forms of digital marketing. This tool, Ubersuggest, is free, um, which is the great thing. Well, it's actually semi-free. So you like that term, semi-free? Um, so I call it semi-free because... You get a limited amount of functionality for free, which is great, yeah, because it really does give you very high quality sort of results. So you get to achieve your purpose, what you set out to get. If you want more detailed research, like you really want to drill into more keywords and more data, then you pay a monthly subscription fee. Currently, as of like 2020, year 2020, it's um, in the region of about £8 per month. That's probably about what? 
$11-$12 per month which is not really a great deal. So once you head over to Ubersuggest, what you first want to do is type in your keyword. I mean for now just type in the word dentist into the input field um, and select the country which you wish to target your marketing campaign for. So in my case it would be English stroke United Kingdom. Then hit the search button. What you will get is a few sections. So the first section you're going to get is the keyword overview. Now what I'm going to do, I'm going to talk you through very briefly what keyword overview shows so you get a bit of an idea of what it is and what metrics to actually use. So firstly, you'll see a box called search volume. Now your search volume, in my case at the moment, it's showing 135,000. So what that shows is on average, within the last 30 days, this keyword was searched for uh, 135,000 times on Google within UK. So it's really important to understand that. Yeah, So 135,000 times, typically within the last month, um, within within UK. Um, the next uh, box it shows you is the SEO difficulty, which again, I'm not going to go into in this episode because we're focusing primarily on uh, paid ads. But for those of you who just want to know, it's a simple a number from 1 to 100, uh, which shows how difficult this keyword will be to rank within your organic listings when, you do, when, you, when you're conducting um, uh, any uh, SEO type of activity. The third box, uh, which is the more, most important one for us, is the paid difficulty. So the paid difficulty is basically how competitive this keyword is. So it could be marked as easy or hard and so on. And basically it shows that how many people are com competing against this keyword. Um, and the last box that you see is the cost per click. That's abbreviated to CPC. So when we're going to conduct our, when we're going to talk about implementing your Google Ads campaigns, we're going to refer to this as your average CPC, your average cost per click. Um, and this is how much, on average, Google will actually charge you to be listed for this keyword within the first page of Google. Yeah. So take it. Just remember, it's not necessarily the top of Google or the first position of Google. It's just normally on the first position, uh, sorry, first page of Google uh, within your target location. So I, I generally use a, a guideline to say, well, whatever the uh, cost per click is, to be somewhere towards the top, so position one, two, or three of Google, right at the top, I normally just double that figure at least. And that gives me a good indication of uh, how much it's typically going to cost me. So taking £1.79 uh, as a guide, it's probably going to cost me in the region of about £3.60, £3.80 to be listed somewhere towards the real top of the page. You then have a very uh, small section whereby it shows you um, this particular keyword 
how, uh, what sections of the Google page did people click on? Uh, did they click on the SEO section, the paid section, or did they not click on it? So it just gives you a bit of a flavor of uh, where people are clicking for this keyword. It also, you can also see the age range. That's a very interesting uh, box whereby you can see what, what age range um, is clicking on that type of keyword. So if, you're, if you've got a product or service which targets a specific age range, so you know that, hey, uh, my service is uh, targeted towards people who are 35 to 44, for example, that's the type of data that Uber Suggest can give to you. So you can narrow down your campaign, you can home in. So you don't just use that keyword, but you can use various other settings within Google to say, I want to target this specific age range. As a result of that, you're better targeting your customers and you're not wasting money on targeting customers who are unlikely to ever materialize into a sale or a lead or an inquiry. And now we, the third section, we come onto the real sort of juicy data, whereby we see the actual keywords. You'll see a table and it typically lists about up to about, I think it's eight to 10 keywords at a time. Um, and it's got various columns on it. It shows you um, in the first column, what you'll see is your keyword. So whatever keyword you've typed in, you'll be able to see it there. And you'll also be able to see keywords which Uber suggests deem to be relevant to the keyword that you've typed in. So it's basically giving you ideas and ideas you may not have thought of. And it gives you various other pieces of data with this, uh, with, 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 along with all, the, all of these keywords. So that's really great to discover. Um, the second column that you'll see is the trend column. And the trend shows you what the monthly average search volume is for these keywords. So at what months do, do these keywords typically peak? And at what months do these typically you know, not have much demand? So you can then use this data to, um, to actually steer your marketing strategy. If you know, if you're in the month of March and you know that at, during March, a specific keyword is in very high demand, you can allocate more of your budget and efforts towards that keyword as opposed to targeting keywords, which may not be very popular uh, during that uh, seasonal type of trend. So absolutely brilliant data. The third column that you see is the volume column. The volume column is equally as important because what it shows you is on average, how many times this keyword was searched for typically within the past month, typically within about a 30 day period. And remember, this is based on Google data. Yeah, so in Google, it's typically t uh, searched in this many times uh, per month. As an indication, anything sort of more than thousand searches for, uh, per month shows there's a real good demand for these keywords. 
Um, so I generally tend to use that as a bit of a guide. So you could be, sometimes you get keywords whereby, you know, only like a hundred people per month are searching for it or even less than that. So that's not really going to help me generate uh, many leads or inquiries or traffic to to my website. So a thousand plus is, is a good sort of guideline. But having said that, um, you know, don't neglect the slightly lower volume keywords. Like let's say if a keyword's got 500 uh, searches on it, it might be um, a lot less in terms of volume, but it could be that the quality of those keywords are a lot higher. So they're more likely to convert because not many people are searching for it. It could be a longer tailed keyword. So people are being more specific in terms of what they're searching for. Um, so hence the reason, you know, it's not always that black and white. You really got to use your discretion about how you decide whether what is low and what is high. Um, sometimes you don't want to go for keywords which are too high either. So if a keyword has got like, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of uh, searches on it per, uh, per, per month, then you might think, well, it is a very competitive keyword and do I really want to join the sort of bandwagon of uh, competing for that keyword or, or should I bracket my research into keywords which are have got an average search volume, um, which are going to be not so competitive and it's going to be easier to target and it's going to, not going to cost me as much. You then see a column called CPC, which is cost per click. Uh, this again, you know, as I said earlier, it's only a guide and it does fluctuate uh, depending on various factors like what the competition is at the time, seasonal demands and so on. So this is basically saying that every time somebody uses your keyword, so if you've got a keyword within your campaign called dentist and if uh, your ad is shown on Google and if somebody reads the ad and if they decide to then click on the ad to visit your website, this is what you can expect to pay Google. And as I did say earlier on, I use this as a guide only. So um, if it is £1.79 in my case uh, for the word dentist, uh, I normally just double it at least to give me some sort of indication to say, well, it's going to cost me at least £3.60 to £3.80 to be within uh, the top few slots of Google. What I tend to do here is I don't necessarily tend to go for, for keywords which are sort of less than a pound all the time because it just shows that the, the competition nature for these are far too low. So I like to sort of benchmark my keywords so that, so that the cost per click is in, in typically in excess of one pound. And if I do have low volume keywords, I'll probably split them up into separate campaigns, which I'll talk about uh, during a, a later episode. You then get a column called PD, that stands for paid difficulty. So the higher the number, uh, the higher the competition. And again, this goes from one to 100. And the last column you see there is called uh, for uh, SD, which is for uh, your search difficulty. Again, this is going into more about SEO, which I won't cover. So it's not really relevant to this particular episode. At the bottom of your table, you'll see a button called view more keyword ideas. 
So by clicking on this, you can literally just get more keyword ideas. So you can either get more keyword ideas by clicking on the view more keyword ideas, or you can simply just go to the top and just type in another keyword. So next time you go around, you might want to just type in uh, implant dentist in London, for example, and it will happily give you that data without the need of uh, logging in or creating a Google account. At a later date, at a later episode, we will be again using Keyword Planner, but that requires you to create a Google account. So hence the reason in today's episode, I intentionally did not use Keyword Planner, which is going to be one of the main tools that we will be using. But Uber suggests we'll just give you that high level quick research uh, just so that you can get some idea of the types of volumes and comp competition you might you might have for your particular uh, keywords or business. One other thing to take into account is you don't just want to target the keywords. You don't just want to learn about the keywords that you do wish to use. But equally as important, you might want to take note of the keywords that are not related to your business. And you don't want traffic for these. You don't want to pay Google for these keywords. So, for example, if you're a dentist and you provide Invisalign service, sorry, sorry, if you don't provide Invisalign service, then you don't want keywords. You don't want to pay Google for people who are typing in Invisalign dentist or Invisalign dentist near me because you know that even though you might get the lead, the quality of the lead for you is going to be really low because you don't provide that service. So what you do is you take note of these type of keywords. So in this case, Invisalign will be one of your negative keywords. So that's how we term it. We term these as negative keywords. So another keyword might be, say, dentist insurance, whereby you don't provide dentist insurances. So why would you ever want to pay Google for a keyword called dentist insurance? Uh, dentist pediatric, you know, pediatric might be one of your negative keywords. So make a note of these keywords so that when we do start off your campaigns, you know not only the keywords that you do wish to target, but you the keywords that you don't wish to target. As a result of that, you're saving money, you're avoiding wasted clicks, and you're more likely to drive new business, not just new leads, but new customers, new business. So to close this episode off, uh, just in summary, what I've been through is how to do quick keyword research for free for your business without having to create an account or giving your card details to any third party keyword research supplier. You can assess the types of keywords that are in demand and are related to your business's products or services the search volumes, how competitive they are, and more importantly, how much they might cost you. So you can put a budget aside to say, okay, this is what it's likely to cost me, and this is the type of budget I wish to allocate to them. You'll understand um, what the search volumes are, and you know there's a whole wealth of data that you'll be able to learn. So I hope this uh, episode has been helpful to you. Uh, if you do want to learn more about keyword research for your business, or if you do wish to learn more about my agency, please do head over to digitalpodcast.net. That's digitalpodcast.net. I'd love to for you to subscribe to my podcast by visiting digitalpodcast.net. And there's a link 
to the platforms that this podcast is being hosted on, as well as links to my website and my contact details. What would also be great is if you could leave some feedback in terms of what type of content do you think that you might want me to cover in a future episode for Google Ads, whether it's whatever it is, whether it's budgets, campaign structures, reporting or whatever. So if you do need more help with your Google Ads, whether you're running your Google Ads yourself, whether you're thinking of running a Google Ads campaign, or maybe your agency is running your, your Google Ads campaign, but you're feeling that you know, you're spending a lot of money, but you're not quite getting the ROI and the quality and the quantity of leads that you want, or maybe you just want an independent detailed technical audit of your PPC account. So you might just want someone to take a look at it to say, hey, you know, what, how can we improve this? So head over to digitalpodcast.net and get in touch. Looking forward to meeting you on the next episode. Goodbye for now.